G'day and welcome back to the Odd Survivor podcast. Today I speak with the ninth eliminated contestant of Australian Survivor Season 3 Champions vs Contenders, Paige. I really liked Paige, liked watching her, thought she had uh, plenty of potential, thought she was setting herself up nicely in the sense that she wasn't too entrenched with too many people, but at the same time she had a good relationship with almost everyone, but I guess in the end, that's what cost her. We saw last night that there were three pairs, Paige was the odd one out, and that's how it went down, six votes to one. Early on, it seemed like a lot of people didn't get along with Paige. We saw Zach and Anita, who both had things to say about Paige during the episodes, and I certainly missed that. I didn't see what was what was wrong with her, I guess, what she'd done wrong. But uh, it was great to chat to her and find out a bit of her side of the story as well. So here is Paige. You seem definitely like uh, you knew a fair bit about the game. What was sort of your, your knowledge and, and interest in Survivor before heading in? Um, you know, definitely I knew it was all about the social. Um, you know, for me, you know, it's all well and good if you can do really well in challenges, but if you don't have the right relationships and you're not able kind of, you know, to talk your way through the game, you're not going to get very far. So, um, you know, for me, it was all about um, having good relationships. It was about keeping tabs on everyone and, and getting a really good understanding of, of who everyone was out there. Yeah, fantastic. And I think we definitely saw early on, it seemed like, you were almost in control that first vote, you know, that Matt vote where, you know, you were saying stick to the plan and everyone thought the plan was Stevie, but you said the plan all along was Matt. So it definitely seemed like you had a fair bit of control and you were across everything early on. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, I, I really was a big part of, um, you know, originally it was actually meant to be Steve, but we just decided to split the vote across Matt. And, um, you know, I had to make sure that the girls would vote with me and um, made sure we were splitting it properly. So, yeah, I feel like I had some, some good gameplay early on there. Nice. And then I, I really liked you. I'm not sure why, but we saw Zach and Anita <laughs> for various reasons on screen say that they didn't um, quite like you for whatever reason that was. Yeah. Why was that? I, I sort of didn't get it. Yeah, look, um, it's one of those things. I don't think they really had a particular reason. It's not anything I did. It's not anything I said. Um, we're all very different people, and especially when you put us in a, a pretty stressful environment like that, I think if, you, if you're not with people you're used to hanging out with, um, it can rattle you, and I think it did rattle them. You know, I was the youngest, but... I was, um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely one of the smartest that was out there. I'm very well spoken. Um, I'm very well educated. And I think that just came out naturally. And um, I think it threatened people. And um, I think they just got a bit worried by me. And I reckon there, there could be a couple of those people that you didn't quite like either, hey? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, everyone was very different. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very diplomatic answer. In the, uh, yeah. the, I think it was the Stevie vote. I feel pretty sorry for you. you. You were definitely blindsided almost as much, if not more so, than, than Stevie. Yeah, I was, absolutely. I think Steve knew that he was um, maybe had a bit of a target on his back. You know, early on, Matt called him out before he went out guns blazing. Um, but for me, you know, I hadn't done anything. I really hadn't ruffled any feathers. I hadn't... I hadn't talked game with really anyone, so um, to be turned on like that was a really massive shock because, you know, I'd spent all of my time up until that thinking that I could trust Benji and Rob and thinking they had my back and we were working together, 
Um, but you know, unfortunately, all along they were they were lying to me. Yeah. So we saw that you were sort of. Uh, on, it appeared to be with the girls, but you thought, oh, I'll make a move and go with the guys. And I think the vote was for Shawnee, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah. But then they did the old switcheroo on you. They did. And I guess it's really frustrating because, you know, any hope I had of working with the girls was probably shot down by that. But it was, it was you know, that group's idea to vote for Shawnee. I was just doing what I was told. Mm. I was just following the plan. Um, and so to be left out, you know, hung out to dry like that. And I really wanted to vote for Steve. You know, I was so close to writing down Steve's name. Um, but, you know, I thought, no, I'm going to stay loyal. I'm going to I'm going to honour my word and I'm going to vote for Shawnee. Um, so unfortunately, after that, you know, I didn't really have anywhere else to go. Yeah, for sure. And you said there that you were at the start, you said you were wanting to keep tabs on everyone, sort of keep across everyone and yeah. have a fair understanding of what everyone was doing. And it's mm-hmm. generally a pretty good strategy to, you know, play the middle and to keep your head down, especially early on, and just go what with the, go with what the group is doing, which it sounds like you were yeah. doing. Uh, it's normally a pretty good strategy. How come it sort of didn't work out this time? I mean, that's the thing. It's really odd. You know, so far in so many seasons of Survivor, we've seen that it's really dangerous to align yourself too closely with someone and to make it too obvious that you're in a a power couple or a a trio. Um, And it can be really powerful to play the middle. And, you know, we've seen players like Sarah and, you know, so many other people play that and get quite far. But for me, I unfortunately found myself on a season where, um, you know, people coupled up and they weren't willing to, you know, apart from that, they weren't willing to be very flexible in their game. Um, so unfortunately, I was just the odd man out. And as much as I thought that that was um, possibly a good position to be in, um, unfortunately, you know, everyone kind of just went with the easy vote and just took me out. Yeah, for sure. I like that you were starting to build a bridge to the champions as well which I thought yeah. was, was really good gameplay. When was that sort of in the... How were you feeling at the time? Was that when you'd just been blindsided or was that just the plan all along to start to build that bridge? Yeah, look, like it, in the early days, obviously, we had pretty minimal interaction with the champions, but I definitely knew that I wanted to, to sow some seeds. You know, come time for merge, you want to be able to, um, you know, have something to go to or have someone to work with as opposed to just sticking to your original tribe. Um, for me, you know, we have little opportunities to talk to the champions sometimes at our challenges um, and they asked us, you know, what happened at the at the Tribal Council and I was very honest, you know. I not only wanted to, to be honest with them but I wanted to tell them who was playing the game on my side so that if it did get time to merge, they'd know who to look out for. So, you know, I did that very purposely. Um, you know, I didn't spill the beans accidentally. You know, I really did want to um, sow some seeds on the champion side. For sure. How was that breakfast with with Matt? It seemed like he got a, a bit of info out of you, but do you feel like you built a, a good relationship? Was that something you were thinking you might be able to tap into down the track? Yeah, definitely. You know, um, unfortunately, we didn't get to see it, but Matt and I agreed to work together. Um, We said that, you know, someone like me and him would be a really great duo because it's not just, you know, if Matt was to couple up with someone someone like Rob, that would be really dangerous. So we agreed that it was a kind of good couple to make. Yep, I like it a lot. I like it a lot for sure. And it's definitely one of those things that, uh, some people were very strong on this champions versus contenders uh, that they were two very distinct but obviously at some point in the game whether that's a swap or whether that's a merge there's, at some point in the game you guys are all going to come together 
that's it. Yeah, I, you know, there is a time when we're all going to meet up and it's not as simple as just sticking to your tribe. So I knew that I needed a relationship. Yeah, fantastic. I like it a lot. Now, I think being, uh, I, I believe, from Adelaide, it's a, it's a, a small city. It's a, a large country town almost. Uh, that, and you and oh, Robbie. Oh, whatever. It's great. <laughs> you and Robbie, about the same age. Uh, I suppose you guys probably knew of each other at least uh, before the game, but uh, did that sort of uh, help you out in the early days or, or um, not so much? Yeah, in Adelaide we have this thing where it's two degrees of separation and everyone knows someone who knows, you know, someone you know. Yeah. Um, so I saw Rob um, day one and I knew who he was and um, vice versa, which was quite funny. Um, and yeah, we, we touched base on that quite early and we agreed not to really tell anyone. Um, but obviously what I you know, didn't realise was just how close he was to Benji. So mm. as much as we kind of bonded over our, our Adelaide roots and over our mutual friends, um, you know, I think Rob was just out there to play a different game. He was out there to stick with the boys. Um, you know, I guess we'll see if that works for him. It might have helped to have someone like me on his side. But, yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah, yeah, definitely uh, relate to that two degrees of separation. I've got a, a mate I used to work with from Adelaide called Sarouche, and he's like, yeah, I know, I know Paige and Robbie. I don't know them, but uh, my, mate, yeah. my mate knows them. <laughs> it's one of those things. Like, honestly, you feel like you just know everyone. So it's, it's great, but also a bit scary at times. For sure. So we've got uh, through the first uh, couple of weeks of the game, and we're up to this most recent episode, the reward. Yeah. You guys finally won a reward. I bet that was phenomenal. It was amazing. I think that was probably my best day out there. You know, we woke up in the morning and got our items from home and then we had that reward challenge and we just smashed it as a tribe. You know, we had a plan, we just did it and we were just so, so happy to, to have that winning feeling. Yeah, that's awesome. And then we saw that there was a, a whole bunch of people <laughs> looking for clues at the challenge, some more so than others. You had a quick sneaky peek. You said, oh, I always forget yeah. to look for clues because I'm sure that after three weeks, you were just focused on the food. I was so focused on the food. And look, I did have a bit of a look. You know, I thought <clears throat> it's so weird that we have to be here by ourselves, so there must be something to it. Um, and I had a bit of a look around, but, you know, unfortunately I hadn't seen that season of American mm. Survivor where they had the same sort of clue on a plate situation. So yeah. if I had seen that, that would have been bloody helpful. Yeah. But, um, you know, I didn't, I haven't been as up to date with all of the American Survivor. Um, so that was very sneaky of them. But, yeah, in that moment, honestly, when you're faced with a plate full of fresh food, it's really all you can think about. I reckon you got pretty lucky that you got to eat before Benji not after oh my god it was disgusting <laughs> even just to see the carnage that was left you know Heath and Rob wouldn't have cared I guess they were just happy to be there but you know me and the girls all went up first and we just had our little bits I even used a bowl you're like I was putting bits in a bowl and eating out of it and he just went for it so I don't know if that was part of his plan to you know make it look like he just went for it and that's why the pile was all mushed up but um yeah it was um pretty intense to watch yeah I reckon that's giving you too much credit I reckon he was just pretty hungry <laughs> and he just went just went for it so last yeah I guess I had the breakfast and no one else had so I was the only person that had eaten something other than the you know the rations yeah fantastic so last night we saw there were looked like three couples 
uh, yeah. plus yourself. What were you because you definitely seemed like you weren't expecting to go home last night. What were you expecting mm. to happen? Was it five votes, Benji to Benji and Robbie voting for somebody else? Is that what you were thinking? Yeah, that's it. Um, I had had really good chats with um, Heath, Tegan, Shani and Fenella throughout that whole day and we all agreed that Benji was pulling the strings. You know, he was one to watch out for. Um, I really thought that we were all on the on the same page but, you know, I think everyone was just, was just so scared to lose another challenge and, you know, Benji was really good in challenges so I can I can understand where they're coming from but... You know, it, it wasn't the best Survivor gameplay. Like, you know, to, to do a safe phone, to just get rid of the odd man out, I just think was a bit of a cop-out. Like, you know, they really should have all thought a bit smarter and thought, you know, no, Benji's a massive threat, so let's get rid of him now. Um, so, you know, that's the game, but I think it was definitely a mistake in terms of the, the contenders as a whole. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'll um, finish it off by, you know, say you had have got through, say, Benji went and you were still there. What were your, your mm. plans moving forward, whether it was a, a swap coming up or a merge coming up? I guess, which of the contended couples were you closest to? And uh, were you looking to flip straight away to uh, join a group of champions or continue to play the middle, I guess, between both? Um, I was definitely closest to, to Tegan. And, you know, with that comes Heath because they were, you know, came together as a package deal. Me and Tegan really bonded. Um, we both kind of wanted to play the same game um, and we kind of agreed to work together moving forward. Um, you know, I can understand where she was coming from. She was at the point where she just wanted it to be anyone but herself and that's how we all felt, I guess. Um, but certainly I would have loved to keep working with Tegan and, and bring her into any um, relationships that I could have with the champions. Fantastic. Paige, it was great to talk to you. Great to watch you. I thought you were in a really good spot. And as I said, I enjoyed watching you. Uh, but thanks so much for the chat. No worries at all. Thank you so much. See ya.